Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Tailors or learn more at TCLUSA.com. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Souchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. You think one of our clubs has a victory in them tonight? Okay. <laughs> Reavers thinks that the Wolves might have a better chance yeah, of a victory well, tonight. he's a heavy drinker, so... Uh... <laughs> You know. They got no chance in that ballpark against the Yankees. None. No, but you Zero. think it's the ballpark. You think it's the ballpark. No, it well, no, it's the it's the team too. Yes. The team is very good. They just have yes. no chance against the Yankees you know in New York. The day Jorge Polanco, a fine young gentleman, was suspended for eighty games, the vibe changed and it hasn't been regained, even though they had a decent start. That nothing good has happened to them. Nothing good is happening to them. Am Have they I had right? the Timberwolves disease? Uh, even when they do the right thing, it's the wrong thing? Right, right. The, uh, t- okay, it's not quite that This bad. happened in spring training, right? Yes, well, yeah. Santana's deal came up and they had the surgery, but you could survive that. Yep. But all of a sudden, your shortstop, it was a big part of your batting order, and the least likely of your players to get popped for that, as far as personality is concerned anyway, all of a sudden, and then nothing good's happened ever ever since that. Buxton uh, gets hurt, and uh, Morrison, Morrison, two years ago started off awful. Last year started off good, hit thirty eight home runs. He started off awful again. Sano is as rotten as he was. Oh, he's terrible. Uh, there's he's at one hundred ninety one. He's just terrible. He's brutal, and uh, it's uh, everything's you know the the. Pitching is uh, media, you know, just nothing's good happen. Nothing good is happening to them. I'm missing something else. Who else has uh, been uh, hurt? Somebody else got hurt too. I mean, just oh, Irv, yeah, Irvin, Irvin Polanco, and Buxton now is on the DL with the migraines and the bad. Buxton goes out to get get re, get out to recover from migraines, and then he fouls the ball off his foot. We're not going to see him for another week. He's still got swelling on his foot, mm-hmm. so he can't play. Uh, it's just uh, the bad vibe, the bad vibe all of a sudden. Now, that can change in a hugely long season. but uh, And it might change when you have the Cincinnati Reds come into your park on Friday. The Reds have, and good and weather are, forecast. The Reds have won a couple in a row after losing all virtually all of yeah. them. But, yeah, yeah, it should be a nice weekend. So. I know why. I, know, I think I... I think I started it. Mm-hmm. What? I think... You got on the bandwagon? Me missing 
taste of Target feel. Oh, <laughs> my God. Could be. Could be. I have never missed it. It set a vibe where, wait well, a minute here. Yeah, but let's face it, no. Rook. Six of the last seven years were disasters. So, uh, and you made yeah, it to all five, those. Five of the, yeah, that's, <laughs> well, then I'm perplexed. I don't think you can take responsibility. Okay, this is a weight off my shoulders. Because I'm sure that the year they had set a franchise record for losses two years ago, you made it. Right? I did, I did yeah, make it. Right, so I had I, to make it to get to the uh, Luke Shimp's uh, Red Cow Burger. That's, ooh. So maybe it's not me. I feel relieved then. Thank you. I think you would have... If you would have known that they had the $59 bacon-wrapped Murray's tenderloin there, you might have flown back. I might have walked home. <laughs> I might have walked home. Yeah, I still, they owe me one. You might have flown back for As that. much as I think it would be really fun if the Timberwolves could bring it home, how do you overcome that 50-point third quarter? Yeah, well... Here's what you, you have gotta, to have one yourself. Here's what you got to overcome. They're going to make 23s and you're going to make six. Mm-hmm. And people want them to shoot more threes. That's not the answer. They made them. They looked great one night because they made them. Mm-hmm. But they they consistently they are not a good shooting team. So Jace Frederick, Frederick from your paper had a great interview today with Jimmy Butler's agent who spoke more common sense than any moron on talk radio or in the social media or anywhere else has spoken that we have a very distorted view here of what improvement is. Mm-hmm. They got he brought in all these veterans, and they, apparently we got dummies who don't see a 16 game improvement as improvement. They mm-hmm. won 16 games more than they did last year. Mm-hmm. They lost a few clunkers. So, everybody, not everybody does, but there's about four or five NBA teams that rarely do that, but everybody else loses games they shouldn't lose and win a few they should, you know, shouldn't win. So, uh, it's uh, the idea that if they get beat tonight, it's a disappointing season. you got to be a moron to say that when you're in the playoffs for the first time in 14 years. But people don't like Thibodeau, so therefore... They want it to be a disappointment. Mike Zimmer, mm-hmm. same guy, grumpy SOB, mm-hmm. more likely to call out his players than T- Thibodeau is publicly. He's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves him. We've all the all we think all the players love him. We have no idea, but we assume the players. You're love in Thibodeau's him. camp, in other words. No, I'm just saying. Let's take a rational look at this mm-hmm. thing. They're, Thibodeau's not going anywhere, is he? I don't even think Glenn Taylor did that. This all started when uh, Taylor was on with Chad Hartman on CCO. And and as he has a tendency to do, <laughs> and you know, have, getting one of my paychecks from him, I'm not going to be real harsh here, mm-hmm. but he says goofy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he's from Comfrey. When, I was, when you cut through all the billions of dollars, I'm from Folda, yep. he's from Comfrey. Okay. okay? Yep. There's Goofy stuff that goes through your head. You speak goofy stuff. Goofy stuff. Yeah. And the the boy from Comfrey, despite all his wonderful successes, <laughs> he says some goofy stuff once in a while. And he throws out uh, something about Butler choosing to have knee surgery rather than a different procedure that he could have maybe come back sooner, which... It got the agent all fired up because 
Because he's got to protect his Three clients. different doctors, including the Timberwolves doctors, told him to go have surgery. Mm-hmm. But that's what happens when you're from Comfrey. You know, you, you, when you... Comfrey might be smaller than Fulda. Oh, it is. Yeah. It could be a suburb. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a... Comfrey was a merged high school long before oh, yeah. they even thought about it down there. Yeah. And folks, just so you know, uh, goofy stuff, that was the calm... G-rated version uh, of that particular <laughs> no, no, dialogue. No, no, it's just no. That's you know, I I like the guy. Yeah, but he says goofy stuff once in a while. He got Kevin Garnett all fired up by, you know, the Timberwolves asked Kevin Garnett not to play the last five games one year, so that they could successfully successfully tank. get more yep. more uh, ping pong balls. And then after he was gone a couple of years, Glenn said something, well, he didn't play at the end of one season. That's because you asked him to, not to. But uh, anyway, you know, that happens. <clears throat> what the hell? You say some crazy things, too. I but do, too. The difference is you don't have a billion dollars. <laughs> no, I mean, that's where that's, that's where the commonality <laughs> that ends, is, right? That is true. That's true. <laughs> right. If I say goofy stuff about the Timberwolves, not really going to get somebody's agent to respond. Right. Right? I have said nothing. But kind things about Glenn Taylor because I'm hoping he'd buy the Pioneer Press. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, uh, my agenda is very clear. Yes, mm-hmm. right the on great the thing about Glenn is, God love him. If one of the guys from the St. Paul paper comes up and talks to him, mm-hmm. he's as likely to give them the story as he is right. the Star right. Tribune. Right, he's from Comfrey. Yeah, and half the time I'm not sure he knows who works for who. I know he knows Sid works for him. In fact, Pat, to back you up, when you say goofy stuff about the Timberwolves, you just get the previous general manager in trouble with the league and then subsequently fined. Yes. yes. Do you have the sound bite? No. Dang it. Which, which one is it? Oh, I thought you had it up. No. Timing is everything. Yeah, what are you going to do? You got those two guys back there. Yeah. That's the, uh, he smokes too much pot. Uh, you lost him. Oh, it, I don't know. Show of hands. <laughs> no, that's a different one. Show of hands. That's when Charlie Walters raised his hand. What Beasley is, he's a very <laughs> young and immature kid who smoked too much marijuana <laughs> and has told me that he's not smoking anymore. <laughs> Yeah. And I told him that I would trust him as long as that was the case. That was a taped interview with Mackie and I. Uh, and uh, it cost him, some... him 50000 and cost the team 50000 <laughs> <laughs> It's nice to make the news, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. the only one in the rooms who, who's interested enough to at least click over and see the uh, Boston Bruins Toronto Maple Leafs score tonight. That's the oh, last I playoff think that's, game alive. That's very interesting because yeah. the Bruins were leading 3-1 to one and everybody was writing the obits for the uh, Torontos and uh, and uh, now they've uh, fought back and now the pressure's all on the other side. Mm-hmm. You know those Game 7s. Love a game. The road teams uh, do very well because the home teams, A, they were the favorite going in the series always because they got home ice, and B, they get a little puckered up. Mm-hmm. I think a Toronto-Winnipeg <laughs> final would be outstanding. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, my God. It'd get about three people watching on TV, but it would be fun. Kenny, are you there? Hi. 
Did you see the story on the dog and the goat walking down Highway One, Highway Sixty One? I did. Yeah, that is. A, they looked like they really liked each other, yeah. didn't they? The dog buddies. and the goat. Were they friends? Yeah, they uh, two unlikely buddies were spotted. Blah blah blah. Dog, a goat and a dog. This really happened. Have we ever explained why this happened? Uh, they came from some nearby farm, I suppose. In, I I didn't. I don't understand why they had to make a big deal out of it. They weren't out in traffic, were they? They were. They were. Yeah, I guess they were kind of walking on the road. You mean the dogs is going, hey, can a guy get a little strange? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, horses, uh, thoroughbred horses, they have goats in the stalls as companions to to them them and stuff and keep them calm and. uh, So uh, a goat, when it's not eating tin cans and stuff, apparently can be a calming influence. Yeah, you can't uh, really raise one goat alone. They're really surly and angry, kind of like me when they're alone. <laughs> uh, but if you but put, if you get two of them, but if you put two together, they're both happy campers. And this guy, yeah. this guy got a dog for a friend, so they're walking down yeah. the street. The goat Just, figure's close enough. Yes, that's right. Can yeah. you imagine two cannies every afternoon? That'd be outstanding. They, uh, of course, they had to contact, contact the Humane Society and go through the whole thing instead of saying, well, they got to be from around here somewhere, right? right? Let them be. <laughs> Only in the city do you contact the Humane Society. Uh, last Sunday, about 20 cows went right down the gravel past my house. And I was so disinterested that I didn't in even... South Minneapolis? No, no you no. jackass. <laughs> And I was so disinterested that I didn't go check it out. And then uh, about an hour later, I had to run to town. And uh, the farmer was walking them back to his pasture <laughs> about two miles away. And they were just going right down the middle of the gravel road. It was, you know what? That's what freedom is right there. Right, right there. What did you have to go into town for? Because <laughs> I wanted to go into town to mind my own business. <laughs> Uh, but the same thing with donkeys, Roycey. Uh, they put donkeys or jackasses or mules or whatever they are in with a herd of cows. And not only do they protect the cattle from uh, wolves and coyotes, uh, but it, it makes the cattle calm. Mm. And the uh, donkeys also like having a pal. They get kind of crabby and surly if you try to raise a donkey alone. You know what is funny about cattle out there in the middle of one of these pastures and they're just all slovenly and sitting around and looking and you know chewing on something and it looks like they're paying no attention you get an opening in that fence boom man. Yeah. somebody sees it yeah. they're all gone yeah. they're the all eyes going. light up <laughs> it's like, like getting into a who concert in cincinnati <laughs> man just one big stampede <laughs> well they, they they just they don't they don't sprint because they can't, but they start ambling a little. What's to get that over that there? Fence. Yeah. Same thing with a human in the pasture. You hop the fence and start walking in a pasture. Every single cow within miles will be running up to you to give you the sniff. <laughs> it's they knock you down. It's really disconcerting. Well, unless there's a bull in there. We don't have You're a cow. So basically, all we need here is two Kennys for him to be nicer. I kind of have, I kind of have Roycey. So. Or a goat. Or, no, or get him a goat. Yeah, or a goat. You notice I'm always nicer when Roycey is here? Yeah, hey, that's true. Anybody ever eat goat meat? I don't I, think I have, Pat. Not on purpose. It's, uh, it's in very Mexico. popular in, in uh, very, uh, quite a few countries. What country? Mexico, they serve it. They got them. Yeah. I don't see why it would be so bad. Oh, what, it's all right. What hey. about horse? Anybody I've never know? had horse. Hey, I got a question for you guys. All right. This is this documentary's been out for a couple of years. On McAfee, the guy who Mac you know, the security the system. Antivirus the antivirus thing. The antivirus McAfee. It's yeah. called Gringo. It's on Netflix. 
That boy was crazy. What's it about? It's about him. Once he made his millions, uh, he ended up down in Belize, and I think I remember a little own, of that. Uh, got his own force of. He decided he was being threatened. And yeah, he got his own force of people, yeah. and he had some sexual proclivities with uh, uh, young women down there that were um, kind of not creepy secure. to say the least. How did you so, go from goat meat to this? I just wanted because I was thinking of goats, and there were goats, and then walking oh, around in Belize, right. and then I made the connection. There you I go. wanted to mention right. this. I got you. I what, wanted to mention this. What amazes me is, Gringo is the name. You will watch virtually anything. You have seen <laughs> movies that there's no way in hell I would give two seconds to, and you sit through them and recommend them. What's I, a movie you saw over the weekend? I Tanya, fantastic. Really? I don't know if I could watch. That. Oh yes, you can. Alice and Janie. You would make, they start off with actual interviews that they did with the main characters, but with the characters. With the actors. You, with the actors doing the words. Okay. But this is stuff that the characters actually told them. Yeah. And uh, Alice and JD's view of, view of her, what she did for her daughter and, uh, and her daughter's view, and uh, it's it's uh, they probably don't match great. up. Well, they're still they? crazy to this day, aren't they? Oh yeah, but Tanya's straight arrow compared to the rest of them, and she's and she's kind of a nut. Oh, she, well, but I mean, white trash beyond 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 yeah. anything. So. And you can watch her on Dancing with the Star Athletes that's coming up. Is on she ABC. on? She I wonder if she Kareem got herself in shape. Tanya Harding, really, and a couple others that I don't remember. Well, she's well. built like a beer keg now. Yeah. Used to. I wonder if she went and uh, you know Kareem she had Abdul Jabbar is going to be on it. I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe the hook shot. His most glory, her most glorious moment was right over here when she won the U.S. Championship in '91 and became the first one to land a quadruple. Triple, uh, first woman to land a triple. I think it was Dick Buttons called it the double flutter. <laughs> Dick's not with us anymore. Oh, right? Didn't he pass this bail of tears? I think so. I think he did. I'd say, fellas, it's a big night on cable TV tonight. Two big shows return. Oh, Brockmeyer, ten at nine o'clock. Yeah, and uh, Archer, which I know you guys aren't into the animated uh -huh. stuff, but they're going uh, head to head tonight Ooh. at nine p.m. What's Archer? But Brockmeyer should be really good. <laughs> Yes, although I saw a preview of it, and Amanda Pete doesn't appear to be in this one. They're going to get her down there eventually, but he's got she's some blonde gal. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, she, she is in it this year, but she might not be in the first. And there was a cartoon? Yeah, and they were doing a marathon this afternoon, so I was able to brush oh, up the and old ones? watch every single episode <laughs> from last year all over again. There went your nap. Huh? Yeah. Sports Talk will return shortly, but now, thanks to our great friends down in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and you can count on Federated for that. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal in Your Money Now. You know, I sat through that entire I, Tanya movie and just had one thing to say afterward. Yeah. Why? Why? That's the way I felt about that. Nice. Uh, we had a, another weird session on Wall Street today, a lot of late-day volatility. The market bounced around quite a bit in the final hour, and at the close, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 59 points at 24,083. The NASDAQ Composite did fall three points, and the S&P 500 gained just four. Shares of Lending Club fell 15%. The Federal Trade Commission has filed a lawsuit against the online lender, claiming it falsely promised consumers 
consumers they would receive a loan with no hidden fees, when in actuality the company deducted hundreds or even thousands of dollars in hidden upfront fees from its loans. If you like beer and you like gummy bears, you might like beer-flavored gummies. Candy maker Sugarfina has partnered with Corona Light to launch Corona Light and lime-flavored gummies ahead of Cinco de Mayo. The Cerveza gummies are shaped like a beer bottle. The Good Lime gummies are shaped like a slice of lime. But no matter how many you eat, you won't get drunk. They taste like beer but don't contain the alcohol. I'm Bruce Vail with your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, thank you, Bruce. We're going to let you go. We've got a couple of traffic uh, items to talk about here. This one's sponsored by Frontline Plus. First of all, Highway 7 still closed west of St. Bonnie. A tanker truck rolled over there early this morning. It was full of ethanol. They spilled about almost 7,000 gallons, so they're still picking up that mess. And Eastbound 5 still closed at Eden Prairie Road due to a serious crash and fire. I believe John Height will have more details on that. Warmer weather means more time outside, but it can also mean Rogers. Yes, director of social media. So you guys mentioned the debut of Brockmeyer tonight. Yes. Uh, and uh, I grabbed a clip from last week's Dan Levitard show. Brockmeyer's making the rounds in various outlets, and he joined the boys in studio last week, which was spectacular. And one of the clips we uh, grabbed here involves a former Minnesota Twins baseball player. Uh, Jim Brockmeyer has a legendary feud with Brent Mossberger. That, uh, oh, you're not going to bring that up? Well, bringing I it did. up. Now it's too late. I'm sorry to dig up a part of your past that you Man. might not be comfortable with. Brent, Os- Brent Musburger's an icon. Why would you feud with him? I don't like to talk about him. I... We insist. We do an interview. We do a show. Well, we do, we demand honesty from our guests. Can you call somebody a, a, a punk <laughs> b? Can you say that? <laughs> no, but... Well, I just did. That's what he is. All right. His face is annoying, right? Everybody hates his face. <laughs> Nobody likes his face. It's true. But about 15, 20 years ago, uh, we got into it a little bit over the pronunciation of... Do you remember, remember Kent Herbeck? Remember him? Yeah. Yes. Remember him? First base for the Twins. Yes. Exactly. And uh, I'm pretty sure he's in the Fat Guy Hall of Fame. I speak a little bit of Czech, and the actual correct pronunciation of his name is Herbeck. you got to roll the R. Herbeck. Okay, and I told that to Musburger, because he asked me... He said, is, am I pronouncing this correctly? I'm like, well, if you want to know, actually, it's Herbeck. And you know what he said to me? He said, I don't care. I don't care, Jim. I don't care. I said, well, you asked me, first of all. And and second of all, what kind of attitude is that? I took it as a slight to the Czech people, quite frankly. And one thing led to another. He ended up, I don't know how to say this. He took he took a dump in my hotel bed. Okay? And he did. Which, why? What, 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 well, what, what, was, what was your history? Well, why would it escalate there to wasn't, there? There wasn't a small amount of alcohol involved. I mean, it was funny, but it was also very unsanitary and, and highly uncalled for. Oh, that ball's a gondola. This was the said. That one can't be uh, buried in a Jewish cemetery because it has been tattooed. <laughs> oh, and then he, I think he blamed Joe Buck for the uh, hotel incident and oh, then had a God. huge um, feud with Joe Buck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. such a brilliant character. Oh, right. my God. Sunny and 58 degrees. Timberwolves in Houston tonight trying to stay alive for the season. Houston leads the best of seven series. 
three games to one. Uh, Yankees have won the first two games of that series with the Twins. The Twins will uh, try to stop that this evening. With last night's loss in Yankee Stadium, the Twins have now lost five in a row. Tonight, Lance Lynn goes for the Twins and Sonny Gray for the Yankees. 19 and 52 in the Bronx this century. Oh. Update it. They haven't had a winning record since Kent Hurdberg. News notes from today that uh, why can't you guys get him on, Roycey? Oh, we've tried. Oh, we tried yeah. to get him last. Year. We got the the kind of the developer. The, 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 of the yeah, show exactly. Last year. Right, and he was great too. Azaria making uh, news in other things too. Yeah, for See Apu, the, the Simpson story. Yeah, yeah. Apu. He said uh, he'll what? do whatever they want, but. Uh, he, he says he can see why some people may be offended. I don't understand why he has to take the heat for it. All he, exactly. he He's the actor. All he does is provide the vo- voice. Yeah. He doesn't write it. He didn't create it. The there, character's there, been around since 1989. Well, right. it's a little... It's, I, I get know, that part. It's a but, little questionable. But I don't see why... why is it Hank a story has, because he's now extreme, He's everywhere? No, there was a movie, what, two, three years ago that an Indian filmmaker made. Oh, okay. A young man who basically... It was an hour of of basically saying that character is racist and and shouldn't be handled that okay. way so and interviewing various people about it so uh news notes from today an suv caught fire kenny was talking about this this afternoon on eden prairie highway and the driver was killed according to authorities the incident occurred early in the afternoon near highway 5 and 212 and mitchell road according to emergency dispatch audio it looks like the vehicle began having trouble at least a mile and a half to the west of Highway 5. There was fresh debris leading to where the vehicle came to a stop. Uh, no immediate word on what started the fire or whether any other vehicles were involved originally. And state transportation officials say uh, eastbound Highway 5 will remain closed through the evening commute. That can't be good for traffic. Yeah, it's East 5 at Eden Prairie Road is where it's closed. And Highway 7, I believe, is still closed west of St. Bonifacius. You had this story too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. an ethanol tanker truck rolled. They spilled about seven thousand gallons of ethanol. Oh What's my God! What's going on out there? People are on their phone and not driving. Well, these not people are steering wheel holders. They're not. We don't raise real drivers anymore. They get their CDL in seven hours, and that's why that <laughs> happens. Uh, from the Star Tribune, Minneapolis police officer Mohammed Noor plans to plead not guilty to murder and manslaughter charges in the fatal shooting of Justine DeMond, according to court documents filed today. According to the document signed by his attorney, Thomas Plunkett, the former officer intends to use self-defense as and reasonable force in the defense. The document, known as Rule 9 Disclosure, didn't elaborate further. His next hearing is scheduled for May 8th. Nor, of course, charged May 20th with third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter in the July shooting death of the 40-year-old DeMond, a native of Australia. Edmond County Attorney Mike Freeman said last month that the officer acted recklessly when he fired the shot into the dark that killed DeMond after she called 911 to report a suspected rape in her South Minneapolis neighborhood. I don't think that's a bulletin that he's pleading not guilty. No, you, Johnny? no. Uh, California authorities say a man they suspect of being a serial killer tied to dozens of slayings and sexual assaults in the 70s and 80s has this afternoon now been charged with murder. Wow. Ventura County. Why have we not heard of this guy? Or have we? I had, I, but I don't know. What the, What did the, What was the name for him? Golden State uh, Killer was one, an East Area Rapist, they called mm-hmm. him also. Uh, Ventura County District Attorney Greg Totten told reporters his office charged Joseph James D'Angelo with two counts of first-degree murder in the 1980 killings of a couple. And Totten said prosecutors will seek the death penalty against the former police officer. Wow. What's the, the one I'm thinking of? The astrological Hills, sign? Oh, Zodiac. 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 They never found him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Authorities in Sacramento County have also arrested, uh, also have arrested D'Angelo on suspicion of murder and the slayings of married couple Brian and Katie Maggiore in 1978. A Sacramento County District Attorney Anne Maria Schubert this afternoon said DNA helped solve the case. The attacker, who became known by various names, including East Area Rapists, has accused at least 12 homicides, 45 rapes, and dozens of burglaries across the state and then of California. And then he shut her down? Uh, what, uh, what, what they haven't said why. in the 35 years since? They don't, they haven't said, basically. Mm. Uh, this this all came to light. I don't know if you followed uh, Pat Noswalt's wife was a investigative reporter. She wrote a book about this fella, and then she died right before the book was finished. Uh, they completed the book. The book came out, I don't know, six months ago. Meanwhile, and, he's married already. Yeah, he's he's already married. And uh, the book apparently helped solve the case. This this person was apparently one of the suspects in her book. So huh. there you go. Uh, Danish inventor, speaking of sordid tales, uh, the Danish inventor Peter Madsen sentenced to life in prison today. He's the fella accused and convicted of murdering, sexually mutilating, and dismembering a Swedish female journalist with premeditation aboard his homemade submarine in Copenhagen Harbor in 2017. I was reading about this story about three days ago. Unbelievable. Already well-known in Denmark for his submarines and his plan to send a human into space in a homemade rocket, Madsen was detained last August when he emerged from his submarine without wall. 30-year-old journalist who was researching a piece on him. Later that month, police identified a torso washed ashore as walls, her arms, legs, and head were found later. Madsen changed oh. his version of the event several times, finally arguing that Wall had been suffocated by an accidental gas leak. Uh, you guys were talking a little bit about the goat and dog here. I'll uh, yes. tell you what I know about that. Okay. Uh, State Patrol Lieutenant Gordon Shank, he was called upon to wrangle the unlikely duo. They were on the <laughs> road. <laughs> they were walking down Highway 61 near Hastings. Loose goat and dog. Uh, they did, Patrick, you said they looked like buddies, didn't they? Yeah, right. They were ambling, you. talking, you know, BSing. <laughs> talking. According to the state patrol, motorists were able to contain the two animals. Shank kept them company as he waited for the Animal Humane Society to get there. The Animal Humane Society reported the duo were from the same family. They were returned where they came from. Goat full of dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do? A Buffalo Museum has made a rare discovery within its own collection, a fully intact egg from the extinct elephant bird that until now was thought to be a fake. Buffalo, Minnesota? No, no. No, no, Buffalo, oh, sorry. The animal. Buffalo, New York. I see. Oh. Buffalo, New York. I didn't know if we got a museum a in Buffalo. Museum. That's what I was wondering. I think yeah. we got the Phil Mackey Baseball Museum. They got his glove and spikes in there. They got a yeah, nice rodeo in Buffalo, too. Yeah, they do that. Elephant that. bird? I thought it was a Buffalo Museum. Curators at you the... You dummies, you didn't get the most important part. Elephant bird. Thank, thank you, Ken. That's why I brought this. Yeah, big bird. This must be a large bird. Curators at the <laughs> Buffalo Museum of Science were cataloging pieces in the museum's collection when they realized and confirmed that the foot-tall egg had been mislabeled as a model. It measures 28 inches around. <laughs> 28 inches around. One job. This must be a model. Weighs more than three pounds. Can you still hatch it, I wonder? I, I don't believe I so. Would guess it was not. in like God. the mop room, too. Experts Jesus. say there are fewer than 40 intact elephant oh. bird eggs held in public institutions. If you're wondering... When the, did he go out of business? Be like Jurassic Park, they'll bring that baby back to right. life. When did he go out of business, the elephant bird? Uh, the elephant bird, I'm not sure how long ago. When but, did he go out of business? Yeah. But, but he, he was, was no business mocking him. Could you hatch it? 
dude. Yeah, it's 100 million not, years old. I'm not mocking it. I don't no, know, I'm know not when talking they went to, extinct. Talking I'm talking to, to Sushere. He's ripping me. He's ripping hey, you know what the elephant bird... You had a legitimate question, sir. Yeah. You know what the elephant bird said to the human? Who'd you get to sit on it anyway? No, that's great, but can it pick up peanuts? That's right. The flightless elephant bird was native. Or was it how do you breathe out of that thing? Maybe that was how do you breathe out of that thing? Out of your eyes. Native, native to Madagascar, it grew to be 10 feet tall, weighed between 770 and 1,100 pounds, laid the largest eggs of any vertebrate, including dinosaurs. Can you hatch it? Museum God. will unveil the egg. You know what? It I'm might pretty come sure, he, I'm sure he was serious, too. No, that was I, not, it might come I, as a I, shock I, to you. Was I not. realize you can't hatch no, it. I you got, didn't. I got, got, an incubator. I got to say right. something here. Yeah, Madagascar, another series you can find on TV. Uh, and it's it's about 20 years old, but it's an Attenborough one oh, yeah, about David. that island. There's that is it. They got all kinds of unique animals on there because nothing else. Isn't that a child's cartoon? Nothing else. Exists, movie, nothing yeah. else exists there. All right. What just, are you? What 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 sports are you missing while you're watching these other things? Just a moment. Just the a twins mo- and the wild and the wolves. <laughs> nothing, in other words, nothing. <laughs> A Sheboygan woman was facing multiple criminal charges after her 12-year-old daughter told a sheriff's deputy she sat on mom's lap while driving an SUV along the highway last month because mom was hammered. (laughs) 41-year-old Amanda Houck was charged with first offense operating while intoxicated with a minor in the vehicle and first offense operating with a prohibited alcohol concentration with a minor in the vehicle. Both misdemeanors. How old was the girl again, John? 12. Oh, well, she should have been able to drive by herself. Right. Not on the lap. Yeah. According to a criminal complaint filed last week in Sheboygan County Court, a county sheriff's deputy tipped off about the incident by a witness who said she'd seen a juvenile driving along Interstate 45 sitting on a, or Interstate 43, excuse me, while sitting on an adult's lap. On the interstate? Yep. Oh. By the time a deputy... That's hammered. That's different. This wasn't a farm roll. Yeah, no, that's bad. That's bad. By the time a deputy stopped the suspect vehicle, Hauk was sitting behind the wheel and the 12-year-old was in the back seat. Hauk initially denied having allowed the girl to sit on her lap and drive, although she acknowledged doing so in a later interview. The girl also told the deputy she had operated the SUV from mom's lap. Witness who reported the incident said the girl had struggled to keep the SUV in her lane, but that the vehicle had difficulty staying in its lane even after the girl had quit driving. The witness also showed a deputy's cell phone video he'd taken while riding in another vehicle near the SUV. That video showed Hauk holding up her cell phone as though she was recording the witness as the vehicles <laughs> yeah, drove next to each other. That works. The video also showed Hauk spending long periods of time looking at the witness, only glancing occasionally at the road in front of her. 
Blood alcohol level 0.12 higher than the 0.08. Oh, that's legal not limit. terrible. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll always remember, Kenny, like the first week we were on the morning show yeah. and Bob Berglund read the story about the woman in Sheboygan who got three w, DWIs in one evening. One right. day. I remember <laughs> yes. that story. Right. I remember that story. How do they not just keep them in jail? <laughs> the second time you'd think they'd say, Jeez. honey, uh, you might as well spend the night. In India, watch this video. It's a very strange video. The video shows a chained-up monkey collecting money while dressed as a creepy blonde doll and wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, this, is, yeah, yeah, this, for a five. this is terribly eerie. Did you see it? Did you see it? Yes, oh, it's, it's eerie yeah. as hell. <laughs> Today is unbelievable. Animal. Kind of like E.T. Look, dressed up, kind of yeah, like the kid yeah, yeah. E.T. dressed up. Animal lovers voice their outrage over the clip, which shows the monkey holding a bucket for drivers <laughs> to drop cash into. Wow. It was filmed in Bogor, Indonesia. The performing monkey can be seen wearing a pink tracksuit and chained by his neck to the side of the road. Does it work? But the blonde wig and the face mask, mm-hmm. the whole deal. Yeah, but how much money did he raise? On his head, the monkey has a giant female doll mask, which is complete with ponytailed blonde hair and sunglasses. <laughs> Clutching the blue bucket to collect money, the monkey stands and looks around at the drivers, waiting for anyone who might be willing to offer some payment. It's going somewhere! <laughs> when he's right. right. When he spots someone holding a note for him, he swiftly walks over to the driver and accepts the money. A train monkey. Yep. That is fantastic. What mm-hmm. a great idea. The monkey <laughs> then returns to his performance, watching and waiting for another customer. The clip was posted widely on Facebook last week. One social media user writing, poor monkey. Oh, come on. The monkey's got a reason to live. <laughs> That's right. The monkey loves this. Yes. The incident was part of a Plus tri- the hobo that usually stands there, he's outsourced his, his own gig. Yeah. He's hired a guy. The hobo is now an employer. Wait till the guys that stand out there when you come off 280 hear about this, man. We're going to have a monkey. (laughs) The incident was part of a traditional street. I'd give a monkey a buck. We'll just put Rookie in a a gorilla suit. (laughs) (laughs) That works. You can get a lot of money. Homeless gorilla. Mm -hmm. Veteran. (laughs) (laughs) Like the one that starred in that movie. (laughs) We'll work for bananas. The incident was part of a traditional street performance known as Topeng Monyat, translated as Monkey's Mast. Mm -hmm. But Topeng Monyat was banned in Indonesia's capital city after a campaign in 2013. However, the practice continues throughout the country. Don't tell me Pete is gaining influence in Indonesia, for God's sakes. (laughs) A father in England let his two-year-old drive his toy Range Rover through a McDonald's drive-thru to order lunch. And McDonald's is mad about it. Next story. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, no, wait, no, this is a driving story. What, Mm -hmm. why did he do this? Have you seen the insurance ad where the kid has to go to his parents who are laying in bed reading? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. That is a brilliant, let me tell you something. My wife hates every single commercial on TV, but that one that she's seen a million times, she laughs every single time. You know, I had an accident, an unreasonably narrow (laughs) drive through. Finally, the mom says, no car for a month. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, And she laughs uproariously every time. It's pretty good, though. It's really good. Uh, Paul Turner told the son he walked to to the restaurant in Doncaster with his son Austin to the McDonald's, saw that there were no cars in the drive-thru. So he thought it'd be cute to let the sun cruise up to the window. I'm with him. I'm with him. Me too. What's wrong with this so far? Order a cheeseburger. This is dumb. 
With a big grin on his face, Austin pulled oh, up. Oh, look at my cute kid. Aren't we special? <laughs> Somebody get this on the YouTube. This will go viral. Be, I, even you, I can't be grumpy about this. Even the, next the, thing you know, some nut job in Minneapolis is going to do the story on the air. So the Krabby <laughs> Coffee Shop, when Kenny's called, in charge. Wait a minute. <laughs> the Krabby Coffee Shop is not going to serve them in the drive-thru if it's a kid and his little... We will call child protection. We're not services. having a drive-through. <laughs> no, Get no. out of your damn car and walk in. We'll have a drive-through, and they pull up. We'll open the window and blast them with a garden hose. <laughs> the kid, yeah, did the, the guy get door. arrested? Well, no, he didn't. Uh, the kid pulled up, said, "I want a cheeseburger." Handed over the money. The staff thought it was great. Gave him the cheeseburger, but the folks at McDonald's corporate, oh, yeah. they didn't feel the same way. They said. Our drive-through lanes are specifically designed for roadworthy motor vehicles, and only people in such vehicles will be served. I agree. Anyone attempting to use a different mode of transport will be asked to make their order inside. Stop trying to go viral, Dad. Remember when the White Castle wouldn't give the woman in the wheelchair the over on Rice Street there? 